Welcome back everyone. On today's show, I'm going to be discussing all things coffee related. So does coffee really dehydrate you? How coffee works as a diuretic? Coffee and fitness? And certain individual responses to coffee. So let's get started with the show. Thanks for joining me everyone on another show. Hopefully this will be of interest to most as I believe a lot of people listening are big coffee drinkers and a lot of clients are definitely falling into that category of being a ritualistic coffee drinker. So I'm going to answer a couple of questions and provide you with some of my findings with certain research and certain questions that people have thrown out to me there on social media. So I'll hopefully get through all of those on today's show. So when we talk about coffee in particular, obviously for some people it's part of life, it's deeply ingrained within their routines, Having and often is it, is it a, a complete necessity for some, particularly as part of their, their morning ritual. So like when people often rely on coffee as such, it's basically it's to feel alert or to feel comforted, by, by that drink or for some people it's basically just to feel human I know some people would be saying that it's it's a, a live or die situation when it comes to their coffee but there is obviously some some highs and lows to our coffee consumption we're going to have a little bit of a deeper dive into what those are like coffee can help us work faster it can have us work out that much harder it can keep us awake it can help definitely keep certain mood swings away for certain people as well. So the first thing I'm going to have a look at here on my list was to have a little bit of a, a deeper dive into the question of does coffee really dehydrate you? And I know that's it's an often thing that a lot of people will throw around and it's often been said. And from my research and what I, I've done and looked into and found and comparing it to a couple of different studies that it, it is a strong belief and it stems from a a long-lasting study going back actually to the 20s and the to try to obviously figure out if caffeinated drinks or tea were leading to dehydration but there's a lot of misinterpretations with the study as well the didn't look into people's regular consumption or for the tolerance effect that certain people experience if you're a long-term coffee drinker or you ritually consume four to five cups a day whatever it might be they're not going to really experience a, a direct effect from their coffee consumption so when i looked at more recent studies one in 2002, study on caffeine and exercise performance found that coffee and other caffeinated beverages won't cause detrimental imbalances in electrolytes. Another 2014 meta-analysis includes there's no risk of dehydration when drinking caffeinated beverages before exercise. Another 2014 study found that caffeine does not affect fluid balance or hydration status in healthy adults who regularly drink coffee another 2017 study also found that coffee with higher caffeine content is more likely to affect electrolyte balance than coffee with lower caffeine content 
So we do have to strike a balance when it comes to the actual amount certain individuals can take in. And we're going to look at that in a little bit more depth a little bit later on. So the overall conclusion is, despite persistent and common belief, research doesn't support the claim that coffee dehydrates you. So that leads us on nicely into how coffee actually works as a diuretic. Basically, coffee's diuretic effect comes from, obviously, the, the caffeine content in the coffee. So when you drink coffee, the caffeine passes from your digestive tract into your bloodstream where it works its magic. Just for those who are not aware of what a diuretic is, basically a diuretic is, it can be a, a substance or a compound to cause your body to produce more urine than is normally than it normally would under given circumstances. Some people take diuretics as medication to help with conditions like, say, for example, high blood pressure or edema. Um, diuretics also you can have can occur naturally in some sort of some foods and drinks, including um, coffee, certain alcohol as well. You have herbs, you have spices. Um, likes of black cumin and dandelion is another one um, to have and you have proven direct properties as well. So just going back then to, to coffee itself. So your body breaks down caffeine down into compounds that affect your organs, including obviously your brain being one of them and triggering this direct effect. So in addition to its effects on the brain, caffeine also causes your kidneys to produce more urine, flushing sodium and water from your body. Obviously, at this point, obviously, we want to point out that people are rushing to dump their coffee. It's it's obviously it's only a very very mild and it's a short lived effect. Um, and for those that are regular coffee drinkers, seasoned pros at this stage, it's it's um, its effects are not going to be as strong because you've obviously built up that that tolerance. So that leads us on nicely to another cheeky question I often get asked by clients. Does coffee contribute to your daily water intake goal? So let's break it down and look at this question. And obviously we conclude with a nice tasty answer for people. So when you drink coffee, you're obviously consuming water along with the caffeine and whatever other compound you have within your coffee. So in most cases, the water consumption negates the direct effect of the caffeine, especially in habitual coffee drinkers, like we pointed out earlier. When I looked at this and I tried to find some studies on it, um, I found one study that said it's likely that higher the caffeine content in a cup of coffee, the less hydrating it is overall. Another research suggests that caffeine content in coffee doesn't affect water balance in people who drink coffee every day, which is good news for those ritual coffee drinkers. So the research basically suggests your daily cup of coffee can actually help you reach your fluid intake goals. So that's one up for all clients and for anyone listening and can obviously help contribute to them and not actually reduce them. So if you're worried about your your obviously your cup of coffee in the morning dehydrating you can now obviously enjoy that with a big smile on your face not that you did before but um you can quash any worries you might have had 
when it comes to your coffee dehydrating you and it can actually help contribute to your fluid intake goals obviously i'm not saying it should replace water by any means at all water is still the best choice for your proper hydration and you shouldn't replace that with buckets of coffee so where does that leave us with coffee and fitness and where's the link and how can we incorporate coffee into our fitness all right so obviously because of its its caffeine content coffee works as a great pre-workout drink that potentially could give us a mental and physical boost without the unwanted side effects that come with certain pre-workouts as well and now we know obviously it's not going to affect our hydration status during exercise so we can safely consume our, our coffee pre-workout there is potential then as well obviously for it to boost fat burning properties increasing our energy levels and even our mental focus so if you combine those three effects coffee can give you a, um, a pretty good edge when it comes to tackling your workout whether it's first thing in the morning or it's afternoon whatever it might be it can give you that competitive edge let's just put it that way but you have to remember for those that have built up a tolerance to, to caffeine um, or any other stimulant for that matter it's going to take more and more and more and more if you were using it as a pre-workout supplement obviously you're going to find yourself needing more and more and more to obviously achieve that effect of big thing that you want to be taking note of and to be sure of is to keep your caffeine intake below 400 milligrams per day which is the that's the recommended limit for most healthy adults which brings us in nicely into we'll come back to certain fitness benefits but i just want to just on that point then just to highlight the individual responses that we can have to coffee so for those seasoned pros for someone that's only consumes it um every so often or if someone is looking to use it for those properties that i've just mentioned there particularly for the gym it's very very important to point out some individual responses to coffee like i said some people have the the love that morning coffee experience and it's pleasant effects and they couldn't live without it however for other people they might experience some negative side effects from coffee you can have headaches dizziness um, nausea get jitters nervousness um they cannot they can all just set in after having um particularly a high caffeine uh, content coffee and particularly again pointing it out that if you're not a regular consumer of um caffeinated beverages themselves some people also experience that little post coffee crash once the stimulant effect of the caffeine starts to wear off we might refer to it as a 3 p.m slump kind of thing um often with work but you get that big crash after you've had that initial high with the coffee the only thing is you're just going to have to test the water when it comes to using particularly if you're using it for um a, a fitness perspective as well only you are going to know how your body's going to respond to a certain amount of caffeine that you put in and note the response to it so taking it back to coffee and athletic performance or how we can utilize coffee or caffeine 
to increase performance or let's look at what it can actually do for us. So like we alluded to there earlier with using coffee as a pre-workout. One of the main benefits that we can see while using coffee, it's going to actually help burn fat and boost energy. When it comes to high levels of caffeine in coffee, it's been proven to significantly improve the ability to burn fat during exercise. In addition, drinking coffee in the morning means consuming fewer calories during the day because caffeine actually suppresses appetite. That's according to one study that I came across in researching for the show. Also, it's been proven to significantly increase in fat oxidization, or fat burning, if you want to call it, give it its other term, as a result of increasing your metabolism. So this means that basically that coffee provides more effective fat burning during a workout, and it's going to last for several hours following exercises. So let's look at some key figures when it comes to what we're actually referring to with the studies and the figures to date used in how much to consume. We don't want people to go out there and actually start consume liters of coffee on a daily basis. So most of the studies that I found basically were coming in with figures, recommendations around five milligrams to six milligrams per kg of body weight. So if you're about, say, for example, 68 kilograms, your body weight, your recommended dose would be roughly about 340 to 409 milligrams of caffeine. And that's for obviously moderate dosing. So if you've never used caffeine before, a recommended starting dose would be significantly less. We're talking about 50% here. We're talking about 136 milligrams to 204 milligrams or two to three milligrams of caffeine per kilogram of body weight. Just to give you an example, your typical cup of coffee is going to come in at around 95 to 100 milligrams of caffeine. So caffeine gets into the bloodstream within about 15 minutes after consumption, but the peak stimulant effect of coffee usually occurs about 40 to anywhere up to probably about 80 minutes after drinking your full cup. But once caffeine enters the bloodstream, the body responds a couple of different ways. Your blood pressure and your heart rate increase, fat stores are broken down, and fatty acids are released into the bloodstream. So the result for a lot of people might be they're going to feel that energetic feeling and get that little buzz and that they're psyched up and ready to tackle their workout. So coffee enhances athletic performance. So it can be effective when consumed in low to moderate doses. And that's according to, uh, to the International Society of Sports Nutrition on their website. When we look at some studies in relation to coffee consumption and how they affect athletic performance. So if you're already a coffee drinker, you may find that obviously just switching to consume your coffee prior to your workout and measuring obviously the yield that based on your past training experiences without having coffee for a pre-workout it might enhance your performance ability and give you greater output 
again, that's what we all want. That's what we're all looking for when it comes to our training. Caffeine has been proven to enable athletes to train longer and, like I mentioned earlier, give greater power outputs according to um, some sports nutrition studies that I've read in relation to this podcast as well. Obviously, coffee or caffeine, I should say, was also shown to improve endurance levels and resistance to fatigue for certain endurance-based athletes. Particularly endurance-based athletes benefit from coffee consumption because it stimulates the body to use stored, um, to use fat stores, I should say, instead of muscle glycogen during longer workouts. So this allows the athlete for prolonged use of using their muscles over that extended period of, of time as opposed to quick, fast-acting um, exercises like 100-meter sprints or 300 meters or 200 meters athletes, for example, just to pick one off the top of my head, more endurance-based, 5Ks, 10Ks. It's going to benefit them a lot better. Final last thing I'm going to link coffee to with regards to athletic performance and how it can benefit us with our training is that coffee and caffeine have been shown to improve mental focus. Like we pointed out earlier, caffeine is a natural stimulant that can help and improve brain function and have a positive impact on areas of the brain responsible for both memory and concentration. So when taking a sharp, workouts become more productive and more effective. One study that I looked at, it was in around old adults, found that caffeine may improve mental performance and reduce the progression of age-related mental decline also. Okay, so you can actually go back and say that it's actually good for your mental health, your brain health as well. Another study that I looked at as well, just to take a note on it, it was it measured the cognitive effects of caffeine, particularly on athletes and those athletes consuming caffeine prior to intense fitness training showed improved concentration with the ability to attain high levels of exercise intensity. So there you have it. Not that you needed me to sell you on the benefits of coffee for some. Just be aware that there is certain side effects when it comes to consuming vast amounts of caffeine as well. But when we link it to health and fitness and to exercise in particular, there's going to be no need for you to rush out to the supplement store and buy those expensive you know, powders or, or pre-workouts or certain fat-burning pills. Basically, just stick on the coffee pot, enjoy a warm cup of coffee, before you work out instead, just leave out the cream and the sugar. So I think that's a good place to wrap it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show based around coffee and the benefits. I'm sure you're aware of a lot of them already yourselves. But just to link them back to coffee and athletic performance and how it benefits us and having it obviously as a pre-workout or even going back to coffee as a diuretic and how sometimes it can be, particularly for those newbie coffee drinkers who are not seasoned pros. And the fact that coffee does not cause dehydration and it can also contribute to our water intake for the day. If you like today's show, guys, please make sure you give it a like and a follow. And don't forget to check out our social feeds on Instagram and Facebook. And I'll see you all again next week.